Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. In Toronto, you talk to any hockey person from Toronto, they'll tell you that there are Leaf fans in that town, not hockey fans, because nobody goes to the Marley games and nobody goes to the junior games. There are Leaf fans. See what I'm saying? In Canada, you say you're a hockey fan, but I think you're an NHL fan. Although I think the crowds are, are getting better for the junior games, but we're in the frickin' second round of the playoffs, I would hope so. It's a fun debate. Oh, for sure. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hey, here we go. Hey, Moose. Oh, boy, they're going to kill me. They're going to want to kill me. It's hour two of the RP Show, everybody. We're coming at you live from South Florida. The Moose is in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. And we're going to get through this, but Darren, let's bring him in. Did you see what happened? Do you know what happened? No. What did you do? This one's all on me. Near the end, near the end of hour one, I went to go to the bathroom and I kicked my camera and knocked myself off the air with the camera that, the expensive one that you bought. You know what I mean? Oh, no. No, no. And I know that you... Oh, no. I can... Yeah, I don't think Jordan's <laughs> laughing. I think Jordan is not thinking Hot about going take. and rounding up girls and booze. He's uh, <laughs> <laughs> he says he's fine. This is all on, it's all on me. It's on me. I kicked okay. the camera he's... trying to run to the bathroom. And how does it look off the laptop? The guys are telling me that it looks okay. He's fiddling around. It's from what I, I mean... can see, the trees look great. I don't know. <laughs> the trees look good. The trees look good. It looks okay. Um, you sound great, so let's roll. We're good. Yeah, the mic has not changed. The mic has not changed. So I'm trying to move some lighting up here. What have I told you guys a million times? I'm not <laughs> the visual guy. I'm the sound guy. I'm the content guy. So I know the people that are watching or listening on the podcast Approved. right now, they aren't even watching this. They're like, what the heck are these guys talking about? But that's okay. That's fine. I apologize, Jordan. I 755 shows and it's not the first time i've kicked the camera it's the first time i did it with inside 30 seconds to go before we went to air right i don't even know where to look so how do you like us so far <laughs> i did you watch the uh, end of hour one by the way when we got into the taco time viewer takeover with some of the comments there no i ended up taking a call so uh, and making a coffee oh you did okay yeah. okay so i I'll get to that. This really doesn't look that bad, except for the headroom thing. Something I can do about that? Now they want, I think they're going to fix it. They said, Darren, you're going to talk. You're going to talk, Darren. So a couple things. <laughs> I'm going to throw him some stuff. Darren's going to talk, and they're going to fix this, Moose. Okay. Number one. Okay. What would <clears throat> you give up if you were an NHL team for Mark Shifley? Okay. The talk, because uh, Dreger came on and said he's not going to be back. Um, John Ohm watching in Winnipeg says, John Ohm says number 55 needs to shut his mouth full with taco time and shut up, bro. Uh, so Wilf in Steinbeck, Manitoba says a, uh, the first overall pick and a second or a third for Shifley. There's that. Number two, Metal Shingle guy's listening, and he says that he would prefer 
I'd stick to the NHL coverage, and you stick to CFL training camp coverage, rookie camp and training camp coverage. That's on you, and then anything else while Jordan fixes that. Go. How about I don't stick to the coverage uh, of football? No, I love football. <clears throat> love it, love it, love it. I'll cover some, some football. I don't know how much I'm going to be paying attention to training camps. I'm not in Saskatoon. As you know, um, and I'm moving around all the time too. So that's going to be a little bit difficult. But the Mark Shifley thing is interesting, Rod. Uh, with Shifley, I mean, he's a great player. And at one time, we thought the culture was fine in, in Winnipeg. They were winning. They were winning in playoffs. And they were, you know, advancing and they were contending. You know, Mark Shifley has some value. So just because things have worn out in, in Winnipeg and he's become a me guy doesn't mean that has to be the case everywhere. You can find the right fit. It's not going to be the first overall pick. You're not going to get a top 10 draft pick um, in this year's draft. But you might get a first-round pick. You might get a couple first-rounders and a young prospect who can play. Um, I would think it's probably a first, a second, and a young prospect will get you Mark Scheifele. I think that would probably be what Winnipeg can expect because wow, wow, Winnipeg doesn't have the leverage right now. They don't have the leverage because he said he's not happy. They've said they're going to move him. So who has the power? Well, yeah, but um, do you feel like that's what Dreger and I talked about, that the Jets had more leverage until Shifley came out and started spilling his guts? Like, for, like that's right. if I didn't know what kind of guy Shifley was, like it's, and by the way, it's not like he's a terrible guy. He's a no. me guy, and it's a lot more of that generation. And I'm kind of sitting there, the more older I get going, we should have been maybe more like that. You know what I mean? Instead of what we are. So I, so I don't know. I'm just saying I think he had a lot more marketability until he said what he said. He shouldn't have said what he said. Um, fastest pit crew, in, Pat, uh, pit crew in the business. Thank you guys at IKS, Jordan and Ryan. Yeah, thank you. Jason and Red Deer writes in and says, Crystal clear now, Rod, from BW. He says that yellow shirt stands out like mellow yellow. Do they still sell that? Mellow yellow, the pop? I don't I know. I think they might. Did you ever have some of that? Yeah. Yeah. And the song and Wayne, the commercials. I just. They call me mellow yellow. Yeah. Uh, Wayne in Victoria, BC says it looks warm and beautiful, Rod. Well, hey, Wayne, I appreciate that. And Wayne is of the older demographic. I, if, I'm, if I may, Wayne, I think 55 plus. I'm not sure if he's on Instagram or not, but go have a look at my Instagram at Rod Peterson official. I was down at the Royal Palm. Yacht and Country Club this morning. That is a fact. And you've seen it, Darren. If you want to know how beautiful it is down here, it's about 28 to 30 degrees Celsius. Uh, I was talking to a coach in Texas yesterday, and he was saying how hot it was where he was. And I'm like, bro. But I like the humidity. I do. Yeah. Um, from Nathan on YouTube watching. Let's turn it over to the viewers, Moose. What say you? He says... Not sure if this was mentioned, but when is John Frenzy's comeback debut? Nathan, it's over. It's over. You have to move on. Dick Irvin's not coming back. Don Cherry's not coming back. John Frenzy's not coming back. He's retired. You got to go uh, maybe read my commentary today at rodpeterson.com is the top item running or listen to it on Cat Country or Rock 98.5 where I talked about Moose. I'm sure you read it. The benefits of living one day at a time 
living life to its fullest every single day, enjoying each day to its fullest, and number three, not living in the past. Not living in the past. Folks, you gotta move on. John Frenzy's retired. He's not coming back. Um, so there's that. Uh, Wayne also says, by the way, well, just think. Let me, oh, Ryan in Saratoga, New York says, if I'm the New Jersey Devils, I'm sending Pavel Zaka, Akira Schmidt, or Nico Dawes, and the number two pick in the draft for Shifley and Connor Hellebuck. I don't think Connor Hellebuck's going anywhere. And I'm somewhat loath to talk about the Jets because they couldn't even get their act together to get into the Stanley Cup playoffs. We should be talking about the games tonight because there's four teams facing elimination. But can we just say this, Darren? The problems with the Winnipeg Jets run far deeper than I think anybody really knew other than certain media insiders, and you wonder why they weren't reporting it, but that's a story for another time. Big problems in Winnipeg. Yeah, there is big problems in Winnipeg. And for Ryan McCarthy, that trade, it was, you know, player A, B, C, or Dawes, and the second one. No, no, no. It's A and B and C and Dawes and the number two overall pick to get those two guys. You know, you're talking about young players who haven't developed into household names and stars yet for two players who have. Um, But you're right. But I want to give Winnipeg hope here, Rod, because the problems are really deep. And they are, and they're not good. And the more we hear, the worse it gets. But the fix can't, isn't that bad because you have assets here. And if you split them up and there's value for Mark Shifley, there's value for all these players, you can turn this around really quickly. You get the right coach in. You can get some real good assets really quickly. This doesn't have to be long and painful, but it is going to be a little painful. I think it already is painful. Missing the playoffs is painful. But, yeah. you know, man, we spent almost, well, all told, a span three months in Calgary, and it was wonderful. And we learned mm-hmm. so much with that. And with the addition of one guy, Daryl Sutter, look what's changed. They, 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 they win a division pennant. There looks like they're going to move on to round two. And what was the problem in Calgary for years and years and years? Culture. And again, there's so much that goes on that nobody knows. And I know intimately what was the problem with the Calgary Flames. And Darren was part of enough conversations in the past three months. You were sitting around that you now know what the problem was with the Calgary Flames. And what did the people say connected to that team? It's getting better. It's getting better. That's not a problem anymore. But you don't, you don't fix culture overnight. But with one, one subtraction of one big negative and the addition of one big positive in Daryl, voila, you have what you have. That's not to say the Calgary Flames don't necessarily have their problems. Every team has problems. It's a family. Families have problems, yeah. right? It's, it's, it's a corporation. Corporations have problems. Newsflash, the Edmonton Orders have problems. You know? It's just, uh, yeah. right. But the thing with Winnipeg, there's so many coaches out there, Darren. There are so many big-name coaches. Obviously, Barry Trotz is being talked about a lot. Dauphin guy, and who knows where Chevy's leaning. Lowry, we've learned, is out. Is that, was that breaking news today? Did, did we know that? I didn't know that Dave Lowry is out. But Dreger yeah. said that. 
Yeah. No, the last we heard, he was going to get interviewed, right? And he was going to at least been given a shot. But uh, I don't know if we thought he was really going to be a serious contender. Now we learn that he's that he is out. Yeah. And by the way, somebody wrote in yesterday. I was thinking about this driving home from sunrise last night. The beautiful summer air. People, somebody wrote in, there's a guy from Winnipeg, he said, is Andrew Brunette, the coach of the Panthers, in trouble? The interim coach of the Panthers, if they don't win this series. And I'm like, I should have answered at the time, but that's the part of tap dancing live on air, answering viewer questions. I, I would prefer some time to think about some of these questions, but we, we don't have that luxury because it's live television. Andrew Burnett is in the middle of a live audition as the head coach of the Florida Panthers. If they have a great spring run, he gets the job. If they don't, he doesn't. It's that simple. I would like to see Joel Quenville back on the bench of the Florida Panthers. That's just me personally. I've never met the man, but I think he's that good of a coach. And I know guys that know him that all sing his praises. And I just felt that Joel Quenville fit this franchise like a glove. I don't know if that's going to happen. Would you, Darren, if you were hiring a coach for next season, are you, would you hire Joel Quenville? Would you apply for reinstatement of him to coach your team? Probably not yet. I think, you know, you talk about the 24-hour news cycle, and in, and in the uh, world of sports, it's probably a 365 news cycle and something like this. So it's probably a little bit too raw. but. I'm probably looking at him for a year from now. Like, I think that Joel Quenville was in a tough spot and made a bad decision. But I think, you know, when you talk to the guy, which we haven't done yet, he probably made it for the right reasons. And, you know, I, I don't think his integrity or the man he is, is is really been tarnished as much. I think he took responsibility for it. So I think there's a lot of paths here back to Joel Quenville in the National Hockey League. But he has to apply for reinstation or for a reinstatement. You don't need that distraction yet. I think he's got to take care of that first before we consider him. Probably not this next year, but the year after he could be back in the league. It's a good time to drop in this point from uh, viewer Phyllis, who says you can refer to the past to see what happened back then, just for reference. But I agree, Rod, that looking forward is the right idea. So with this, with Quenville, he made a bad decision when he was with the Chicago Blackhawks. Should he pay for it? for his career, for the rest of his life. Some people would have that he should. You know, that's the one reason why I'm sitting on this camera right now hosting this show. People have said to me, oh, the business has changed. The game has changed. You got to be so careful what you say now in our role. And I'm like, oh, but I don't, I'm not careful what I say. I don't want to have to worry about that because we're not affected by outside sources. But the teams are. The teams are. So I just think if you have a lapse in judgment, you're, your career should end forever. Again, there are those that think that it should. And I pray for them that they never find themselves in the situation that people that have been exiled face or blackballed. You know what I mean? Because uh, they would sing a different tune. I know exactly what you mean. And there's, you would never know and you can never make that decision on a guy unless you sit down and talk to him. Because mistakes happen. Is he... A guy moving forward, you know, talking about moving forward, has he changed, has he learned from it, grown? And you would learn that in an interview pretty quickly. Within five minutes. (laughs) Would you ever, like, I look at Babcock. Love me some Babs. Known him for a long time. Uh, You would know within five minutes. We've had him on this show. 
I mean, what did Bab say when he was on? He's like, I have people that'll vouch for me. I think he basically said, my kids love me <laughs> or something like that. I'm exaggerating a little bit. But he didn't say that he would change anything. Yeah. You know, and some of us that have been banished, I wouldn't change one GD thing, not one. With, with my exit from my last employer, not one thing would I change. Right? So, yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you want Mike Babcock to coach your team? I would. I would. You know, and it's like Matthew Barnaby said, yes, Mike Commodore's got a problem with Babs, but he didn't do anything to me. <laughs> I don't have a problem with him. Right? So, yeah. Babcock, Trotz, Quenville, Tortorella, who clearly wouldn't go there. Um, maybe some, James Patrick. I think he shot that down. There's a lot of uh, delicious choices out there. But let's talk about tonight's games when we come back and whatever else the viewers want to talk about. We are days away from the opening of CFL training camps. They are in rookie camps now. We can talk about that if that tickles your fancy. Send us a note. We're at 902-518-3033. We'd love to hear from you today. We can talk about Tom Brady. Going to make more as a broadcaster than he ever did as a player. And he's the greatest player ever. You're watching on Game Plus TV. YouTube Live, and you can always catch the podcast wherever the best podcasts are found, including Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. It's the RP Show. It is a Thursday. And for the love of burritos, it's buy one, get one burrito half off at Taco Time every Thursday. All day today, they got over 120 locations across Canada. We've got uh, the Moose with us, Darren Moose DuPont. Dave Poulin on the way. What a great day to be talking hockey. Four games tonight, four teams face elimination. The Bruins, the Wild, which I didn't think they would. The Lightning, of course, we're all excited about that one. And the Edmonton Oilers. Just before we go into tonight's games, I, speaking of Edmonton, have you seen the, the uh, clip going around of Jones from day one of rookie camp in Edmonton yesterday? Did you no. see this one? Can I imitate it, it for you? It's like yes, please. Seven, seven seconds long. And all the Edmonton staff <laughs> are liking I, re, I I gave it a retweet. Jones is standing there meeting with the media at the end of the uh, day, rookie camp yesterday. And one of the reporters, it's a scrum. You know the look, right? He's got his shades on. And a reporter says, well, I was going to ask you. The reporter wasn't laughing. I am. I was going to ask you about the tweet that went out. Jones goes, the what? The tweet. Jones goes, a, a tweet. And then it's cut off. That was the whole clip. A <laughs> uh, what? Uh, a tweet. Uh, tweet. Tweet. He just, he's never going to change. No. Maybe don't. We don't want him to change. With. I was going to, no, no. I don't want to interview him either. Like, again, why I love, I love Jones, man. I do. But that, remi that reminds me of the guy's, that are going into the Plaza of Honor like Dressler. What do you think he thinks about Chris Jones? Or what do you think he thinks about a lot of things that went down with his exit of Ryderville? He hates Jones. A lot of those guys hate Jones. Durant hates Jones. 
they're still my friends. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's the interesting. It's that. I've never worked outside sports and entertainment, so I don't know if it's like that out in the real world, but it's, it's got to be. Like, people tell me that it's much more of a spit show in this business than it is out in the real world. I don't know. I've never been in the real For three months, I worked at a hotel. I wanted to slit my wrists every day. I hated it. So these little pods and relationship things, that, that's life, right? Doesn't that happen if you get fired as a bellman of the hotel? Are you going to hate the manager because you're the pool boy? How does it work? I know. I think you always have the resentment when it doesn't end well and, you know, hate certain people in. Yeah. You understand it probably later, but at the time and for a while, a long while after it happens, yeah, you don't, you know, never feel good about it or like. No, but you got to get over it. You got to get over it. Yeah. And uh, after. that's the thing with being a recovery coach. What's the definition of recovery? Restoring something to its original state. Get over it. Yeah. And back to the comment from the viewer last time. You can think about the past. Don't live there. And so speaking of that, by the way, I'm going to put you on the spot because it's fun. I love doing it, Mr. Leaf fan. Who's the last Toronto right. Maple Leaf? Who is the last Toronto Maple Leaf to win the Hart Trophy as NHL MVP? Oh, never boy, because it. it hasn't happened in a long, long, long time. Um, Dave Keon? I still... No. I st before that. I still wonder why this okay. team has fans. Like, I get if you are from the six, you don't have a choice. I get it. You have to. But you and Clark yeah. have... I just don't get it, man. I'm not going to tell you because you'll never get it. 1955, Ted Kennedy. My dad was in grade 10. My dad. <laughs> John Lynch was in grade 10. The last time a Leaf won the MVP of the NHL. And it was Ted Kennedy. The politician? <laughs> Look it up. I know. Uh, teeter. Good old teeter. And before that, 1944, Babe Pratt. Wasn't that the movie about a pig? Babe? <laughs> Babe Pratt in 1944 was the last Leaf before him. So for all mm -hmm. of these guys, there's only been two Leafs ever. Babe Pratt and Ted Kennedy. How does this yeah. team have fans? And by the way, Wayne Gretzky won the MVP, the heart, in 1980, 81, 82, 83, 84, 85, 86, 87, 89. Wayne Gretzky. <sighs> Dog. Unbelievable, eh? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Like, that's so wild. Like, that you have a team that's won as many cups even in those times as the Leafs did, you know, even with less teams and stuff. And... In a six-team league, Rod, winning all those cups <laughs> and only having two MVPs? Like, it's crazy. Uh, but, oh, I know. And by the way, I'm going to throw in a sports update. I didn't do one last hour. The Leafs will attempt to finish off the Lightning in Tampa tonight in Game 6. The Leafs haven't won a playoff series since 2004. The Oilers will try to stave off elimination in their series with the Kings as they play game six in L.A. 
Oilers going to be without star defenseman Darnell Nurse, who's out uh, for one game for a headbutt on Philip Deneau. Elsewhere tonight, the Carolina Hurricanes in Boston looking to finish off the Bruins. They got a 3-2 lead, and the Blues will have a chance to eliminate Minnesota. They've got a 3-2 series lead. In the NBA playoffs tonight, the Miami Heat are in Philadelphia looking to reach the Eastern Conference Finals with a win in Game 6. And the Dallas Mavericks will host the Phoenix Suns trying to stave off elimination and force a Game 7. Blue Jays have a day off today. They'll resume activity on Friday for the first of three games against the Rays in Tampa. Jays have struggled of late, dropping four in a row and seven of their last nine. This sports update for Ballers Rec Room. Check out our brand new line of games for the Tap, Brewhouse, and drive through Liquor Store. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Um, I think people could talk about these matchups all day long. What do you, what do you hope to see tonight in the Toronto-Tampa game? Clearly, you don't want to see it going back to Toronto for a seventh game. No, I don't. Not as a Leaf fan. I don't want to see it going back to Toronto. I just, I don't, this team's psyche is not there to do that. I mean, they go to game seven, it's, it's over. It's a blowout in game seven, even at home, right? So tonight, especially if it's a hard-fought tight game, Leafs got to win tonight. Normally, even, not, even being a fan, I would want to see as many series go to seven games as possible. So if the Oilers were up, I would want to see LA win, go to seven games. But yeah, I, I hope Toronto can can finish this night. They need a better start, though. I think if they go down again early, it's so tough. They came back last a uh, couple nights ago, but they got to have a better start. They only had four shots in the whole first period, so they got to be better off the get-go. To the viewers, uh, Craig Campbell watching from the Hockey Hall of Fame in Toronto. He says, Teeter and Babe, both members of the Hockey Hall of Fame. Well, I would hope so. And thank you, Craig, for watching and chiming in with that. It's the Toronto Maple Leafs. And you wonder why they and Montreal hate each other so much. It was really just the two. Toronto could never win because it was Montreal winning it all the time. You know, there's something about that that I... Yeah, I just love the Habs for that. Uh, from T. Will, watching on YouTube, says, So, everyone knows this is definitely going seven, right? From T. Will. I feel like it is. Don't you? I don't. I don't. Uh, my guts, your guts never wrong. Mine rarely is either, but I just, I don't. I have a feeling that it's not. Like going into game, what was it, five, I didn't think that, I, I didn't think the Leafs had a chance. I kind of envisioned that happening and it happened, the blow up. I mean, I didn't think it was going to happen like that, but I just, I didn't feel good. And I feel better about tonight's game. I really do. From BW watching in Edmonton says, I wonder what Bob Stoffer thinks about the one-game suspension. He's the Oilers' color commentator. Why don't you ask him? He's saying we should get Bob Stoffer on to get his opinion. He's telling Clark, tweet at him, BW. This isn't the Bob Stoffer show. He has his own show. It airs after ours. Uh, T. Will, also on YouTube, says, is this where everyone likes to hang out before Winnipeg Sports Talk? Yes, it is. And by the way, T. Will, you missed last hour when Darren Dreger was on and we talked about the Jets and who Mark Shifley should be traded for and what he should get. And if I got you right, Moose, unless, like I'm not, I've never been an NHL GM and I haven't known you past 2015 before, but I don't think you were ever an NHL GM. Were you like, I'm not sure we're qualified 
to say what Mark Scheifele should command, but I don't think it should be any more than a first-round pick. I'm not even sure a first. That might even be high, a first-round pick. What, what are you saying? A first-rounder, a prospect, and a later-round pick? Yeah, that's probably what I think it will be. I think Jets fans think it should be the first overall pick or it should be multiple first-round picks. Based on his talent and his age, it's probably he's deserving of a lot more. But because the Jets have lost the leverage here, you've got a disgruntled player who doesn't want to be there, who hasn't been a good guy for your locker room, but he's a very high-end guy. Now the, the teams that are making offers to get the shovel day off, they have the leverage. So he's not going to get... Maybe what he's worth, um, he's gonna, he's gonna, uh, but he's still gonna get a pretty good package back. Yeah, he's gone. Uh, Dreger predicted. There's the meme, Moose. Mark Chevalier's, uh, sorry, Mark Shifley's days are done in Winnipeg. From Darren Dreger. Um, yeah. Robin watching in Prince Albert, in the Gateway to the North. He says, "My gut's always wrong after I eat a taco, but not from taco time." File it. File it. It's not the best of the week, but it's not bad. Larry Dye in Medicine Hat was last week's winner of the Taco Time $50 gift card. Uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan, writes in. He says, I'm joining late this morning, out making another million-dollar deal. On my way home, dropped into McMahon and saw the rookies practice. All I can say is I hope you all did some good scouting. He's referring to fans of all the other CFL teams. Um, we didn't talk a whole lot of the CFL, obviously. What I said earlier was NHL rookie camps don't get coverage in Canada, and they it's a hockey first country in Canada. NHL rookie camps, nobody cares about. CFL rookie camps, I would suggest even less. Um, has anything happened, by the way, in the last month, Darren, that would make you change your opinion on your predictions for the CFL West and East? No, no. And I mean, it won't change. and It won't really happen until we see them on the field for week one or week two. I mean, and even then, it'll take yeah. a couple of weeks to figure out who's who. Yeah, we addressed the Charleston Hughes return to Ryderville last hour, and we talked about the labor stoppage. But I'm... It's, it's annoying to me when people start texting me and saying, is there going to be a strike? Judging by what I read, there's going to be a strike. I'm like, I, I don't know. They got to figure it out on their own. <laughs> like, honestly, man, I am the wrong guy to ask. Because from everything I hear, oh, it's just bargaining. It's just conjecture. This is all part of it. Well, wake me up when they're on the field. Yeah. Uh, Moose, can I get you back here for overtime? I'll be here. Outstanding. Dave Poulin joins us next. Flyers and Bruins great. Get some questions for him ready. And then for overtime, if you got something burning on your mind, send it in now. 902-518-3033 is the number to text us right in studio or in the YouTube chat. We'll continue the Stanley Cup playoff talk when we return. You are watching the RP Show on the Game Plus television network. Live streaming on YouTube daily and 24-hour sports radio streaming audio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
As you see, the celebration continues in South Florida after the Panthers' big 5-3 victory last night. Over the Washington Capitals, and they got the Caps on the uh, brink of elimination Friday night in uh, the district. The Panthers will look to win and move on to round two. If not, there's a Game 7 Sunday. Lightning on the ropes tonight, and I'm excited to chat with Dave Poulin. TSN's Dave Poulin, pride of Timmins, Ontario. Flyers and Bruins, great. And it's a major thrill, Pooley, to have you on because I watch you every single day. I love it. But i got to tell you this. When you picked the Leafs to win this series, did you know that the Lightning were going to wilt to the degree that they are? And I'm just using their coach's words, John Cooper, saying we're giving them the series. Man, did you see this coming? I did not pick the Leafs to win the series, Rod. <laughs> that would have been the two guys sitting at the desk with me. That would have been Drager and Jeff O'Neill, both, who picked the Leafs. I actually picked Tampa to go to the finals against the Calgary Flames. So uh, I love Coop. Coop is great. And as a midget coach, actually, uh, was on the staff of the Dave Poulin Hockey School at uh, the University of Notre Dame. And he was coaching, I, that- I believe, Bell Tire Midgets in uh, in the Detroit area. And, and wasn't the only NHL coach, current NHL coach on the staff. Donnie Granato um, who was, was also the other? part of the group. So Donnie Granato. Really? Wow. Yeah. Cool. Hey, yeah. yeah we, had Notre Dame. we had a young group. <laughs> we how did these group. Notre Dame connections uh, always come up? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, John Cooper graduated Notre Dame, same class as my brother, 1986. So I'm, so I'm reeling right now. But anyways, continue coolly. Sorry. No, you know, he, uh, yeah, the other Notre Dame, exactly, and Wilcox. But we, um, yeah. it's interesting to watch this series, you know, from the seat we're sitting in. And in many ways, if you compare the core four plus one, if you would call it that in Toronto, and I'm adding Morgan Riley to the four forwards, and the core four plus one in Tampa, and I would add Vasilevsky to their core four of Kucherov, Stamkos, Hedman, and Point. Um, you can see a lot of similarities. They went through a lot of things. They went to the finals. They were upset. They won playoff rounds. Um, all high draft picks, highly heralded draft picks. And But they got it done. Now it's, it's simply up to the Leafs to get it done. And there's nothing left to do. There's, you know, they can talk about what they've learned and what they've been through in the past and all those things. That's fine. Now they got to win a hockey game. And they get two chances at that, and sometimes that's dangerous. But Tampa's going to give them everything they can handle tonight. I think this goes seven. I was going to ask you that. Like the stat is what Vasilevsky fifteen and zero coming off a loss. Like I, it, it seems fitting that this would go seven, don't you think? I really do. It's up to 16-0. and 0. Uh, We keep updating that board. Some boards keep on giving, and that's one that does for our Cairo guys. They, just, they don't have to change very much, just one digit on it, and <laughs> they've got their work done for the day. And, you know, in many ways, it's the guy at the other end. It's Jack Campbell who's answered the bell in this series. There were so many questions. And the game he got pulled in, Rod, when the coach thought it necessary to go down and have a lengthy conversation with him in front of everyone in the building and which the TV cameras picked up even though it was on break and you know came, came right back with it after so unusual and yet the coach thought the goalie needed that and the goalie did need that but the goalies responded in a big way and Campbell won that last game for them at probably three or four critical junctures I thought it was 
uh, late in the game on the Kucherov save, Steven Stamkos thought it was early in the game on the five-on-three opportunities that they had to make it 3 nothing. So, But we both thought the same thing, that Campbell had been maybe more of a significant factor in that game than he even got credit for. Yeah, well, I got to ask you, and I don't mind spending all the time on this series because it's what we're all going to be watching tonight. But like, do people? There's so many great John series, Cooper? though. There no, okay, so I'm sorry, but just series. I'm sorry. Well, maybe we'll go long. John Cooper is a Wall Street stock trading certified stock. Like he's speaking at a higher level than most people. So I just wonder what you you know what I'm saying. Like, I'm not sure people are getting what he's putting out there. The, the gamesmanship from him has been as entertaining to me as the games. It really has. He's a bright guy. But I think the most important thing is how well he knows the personnel in that locker room and what's required from him in the various situations. And I think a lot of people think he's talking to the Leafs. I don't. I think he's talking to his own guy. I really do. And when he says that about giving it to them, he's not talking to the Leafs. He's talking to his own guys. And he's challenging his own guys in a way that they know they're capable of being challenged at 31 years old or 32 years old, if you're Hedman or Stamkos, or, you know, a younger guy like Braden Point, who will accept the challenge in the way that he does. But, you know, I, I voted for Coop a couple of times for Coach of the Year when no one else did. And because of exactly what you're talking about, because I think in hockey, we call that position the wrong name. I, I think you're the, the manager. I think baseball calls it correctly. Because Coop isn't talking about, you know, where the right winger is standing on the power play. He's talking about the mentality of the game and how he needs to, to message his own guys, even at this stage, for what he feels is necessary to go on for an unprecedented, in recent years, 3 Uh So the other big game, well, there's all big games tonight, four and all, but the orders face elimination in L.A. I didn't see that coming. How did we get to this? I didn't see it coming either. You know, I've watched the L.A. situation closely because I had some good friends in the organization, and that's what you do. Um, And I thought they were a little bit away yet. And even when they signed Dan O, and I knew the person that had pushed hard for that, um, I I thought it was too early. I didn't think they were ready. But if you think about it, none of the draft picks from their last three years are playing even. And they've picked high. Um, you know, Byfield, well, they're playing, but they're not playing a significant role. Kupari um, aren't playing the type of role they will be playing. And, you know, normally you get that injection of a young kid like a, like a Matthews who is second year in the league or first year in the league as an instant impact. That hasn't been the case. And Deno has been a huge part of this whole construction because it takes so much heat off of Kopitar. Um, and, and that's just, and it takes heat off of Kempe as well. And it, I think the focus that he has drawn was spelled out in the Darnell Nurse hit and how frustrated Edmonton is with Philippe Dano. And, you know, it was a costly, costly play by Darnell Nurse, and they're going to miss his 22 minutes tonight and the role that he plays. But I think that was a frustration at how well Dano has spiritedly led that L.A. team. The other thing they have, Rod, they have that thread that championship thread. And while the thread's a little thread bare, um, you've still got the goaltender and Jonathan Quick, you've still got Dustin Brown, you've still got Andre Kopitar from those teams. Um, if they had Drew Doughty, it would be more of a factor. But those guys, they won cups, and they've still got that thread. Yeah, absolutely. And hey, I got to spend, let's spend a minute on the Panthers and Capitals for a couple of reasons. 
I was three months in Calgary doing my show there from the Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. Amazing. Flames were like, it's nip and tuck, Rod, to get you into the press box. God bless them, they did. I come down to Florida where they say, nobody talks about us down here. Thanks for the coverage. I go to the game last night. Still tons of empty seats in the press box. Canadians wouldn't believe it, man, with the best team in the NHL the regular season. But it's a thing. Um, what do you think about the Panthers being the comeback cats and uh, the, their chances of going all the way? Well, I believe that was 30 times last night was the 30th time they've come back to win a hockey game, which is staggering. But then it feeds upon itself, and it's no big deal. Uh, you're down by a couple, and you've already done it. You've done it. I think five was the biggest number they came back from, which is crazy. But they get down by a couple, and they have full confidence. And, you know, a lot of the credit has to go to that guy behind the bench because Andrew Brunette is untested in these waters. And, you know, took over a really challenging situation, replacing the legendary Joel Quenville in extreme circumstances. Had never coached then a head coach, never stood behind an NHL bench when everyone was looking at him for the next decision. And he's made some good ones. And it's a confident group. It's a deep group. I think Ekblad's getting his legs under him a little bit, which could be scary. Um, the variable known as Bobrovsky has been the good Bobrovsky. And so they've been through a couple of moments when, you know, if uh, Hathaway scores that empty net goal, we're having a different conversation right now. But he doesn't. And you need a couple of moments like that in a series where you get such an incredible break from something the other team does or doesn't do, and you take advantage of it. And that's what Florida got in that game. Reinhardt comes back and ties it up, and, and all of a sudden it's a series. And then in game five, down 3 nothing, they're like, well, we're not even supposed to be here right now, so let's just keep playing. Yeah, I thought the comeback thing would bite them in the playoffs, and it hasn't so far so it's been a heck of a lot of fun to watch dave big fan as you know keep it up enjoy the games and hope we can do it uh later this spring thanks rod enjoy the hockey absolutely thank you tsn's dave poolin joining us from the big smoke we'll be back with uh, overtime as moose rejoins and we'll get to all of your questions for taco time and the four season sports palace you're watching the rp show on the game plus tv network live streaming on YouTube daily, and you can always catch the podcast wherever the best podcasts are found, including Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. One last time, it's overtime. You're home for the Stanley Cup playoffs and the UFC, the Four Seasons Sports Palace, 909 our Cold Avenue East in Canada's Queen City and also brought to you by Taco Time, the viewer takeover portion as we welcome the Moose back in here. And everybody's predicting, Moose, that it will go to a Game 7 in the Leafs Lightning. Uh, so it would be Saturday night, hey? Do you think you could take it? Could you handle it? I No, I couldn't. I couldn't. I just, I don't. Don't make me do it, okay? <laughs> yeah, well, tonight's going to be a lot of fun. 7 p.m. Eastern uh, with a face-off, I believe. Maybe 7.30. Doesn't matter. We're going to be watching it no matter what. By the way, I got, we didn't talk about this earlier. We have to now. If people will forgive me, and you will understand why I'm saying this, you have to go to our Instagram story at The Rod Peterson Show and watch it 
from last night's Panthers-Capitals game because it's the close-up shots. And I'm going to tell you that Jenny Kuznetsov and I had a namaste moment. We did? Do you want to explain? Yeah. I mean, you were in the suicide box, uh, the area right between the benches, literally like this far from the ice, like, and the players. And that's how we get closer to the action. We're always, you know, build these relationships to get the access. And you were filming and, and he looked at you and you said uh, that he smiled at you and you guys had this yeah. exchange. And it was probably like two seconds and it probably felt like two minutes. Uh, no, it was like two seconds and it felt like 0.2 seconds. But I had my <laughs> phone out. You see how I do. And Kuznetsov stretching on, he looked up at me and gave me a little smile. And I smiled and then we looked away because it was awkward like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it was the yeah. light in me recognizes the light in you of Jenny. And I'm sure he remembered that I called his games in the 2012 World Juniors when he was with Russia and I was with Team Canada. He would have, that must have been what he was thinking at that moment. Um, oh, of course. T. Will, watching on YouTube, writes in, he says, Ted Lasso cheers for the Leafs. Yes, yes. Don't ask. We've been over you gotta this. You got to believe. <laughs> you get sucked into the hockey net in Canada hype. That's what it is. Uh, see, what did I say? We're introducing ourselves to viewers. It's not a bad thing, right? It's not a bad thing. Nope. You, you walked into a party, and you're going around the room shaking hands with everybody. It's just that the party never ends. Is that the parallel right. that we have here? Okay. Yeah. Um, Moose, speaking of Toronto, Drew Campbell is watching on Game Plus TV, where we're carried on Rogers Cable in Toronto. I want to hear from more Eastern Canadians. I do. Um, Drew's one of them. He writes in and he says, I don't think Habs fans would accept Mark Shifley, even if it was in return for future considerations. The wound is still fresh from the Evans hit last year. I get it, man. I get it. It's like when we had Dave, not Dave Babbitt, um, Jamie McCowan on the show, people still remember him breaking, was it Babbitt's ribs in the 80s? We had people from Winnipeg mm -hmm. writing and saying, don't ever have McCowan on again. He did this in the 80s. I'm like, oh my God, really? How do you feel about that comment? People hold grudges for a long, long time. You got to get over it. You have to find a way to move on. Now, can Mark Shifley go to Montreal? I don't know if that locker room would, can welcome him in or how many pieces are still left. There's been a lot of turnover, and there's going to continue to be more turnover in that Montreal Canadiens locker room. So just because this happened and the fan base remembers, he could, he could have a home anywhere. It's just all about the right fit. Yeah, what a year to win the lottery. And again, I guess if we have viewers in Toronto, we probably have viewers in Kingston, and I don't want to upset anybody. But I'll say this again about Shane Wright. I'm sure he's a hell of a hockey player. He's the best player in this year's class. Like, he's posted a wire-to-wire -wire Central Scouting Bureau ranking number one prospect for the last couple of years. But Bedard was better than him in the World Juniors this year. Like, what a, what a year. You know, to win the draft lottery when you get yeah. Bedard is a generational player. That is a fact. Um, Jeff Cabellas in Winnipeg says, yes, the grudge is still there with McCown. 
LOL. Jennifer from the Four Seasons says, Well, go Oilers. I hope my heart doesn't break tonight. Those poor Oilers fans, Darren. Who's more, who's more damaged, Oilers fans or Leaf fans? You tell me. Uh, it's Leaf fans, but it's close now. It's getting really, really close. Um, Oilers fans have a whole bunch level. of Stanley Cups. I know. Yes. And Vancouver's just, you know, on fire over on the West Coast. And I love the Canucks, and I love their fans. I love that community. But Van- Last Edmonton minute of play. is catching Last Toronto. minute of play. Yes. Well, yeah, like Vancouver's next Toronto. level for baggage. Uh, Tacona Pally in Winnipeg says, in all caps, Rod, make an eye contact with Kuznetsov. LOL. It's a fact, man. That's the greatest thing about social media. All my stories now have proof and backup. I would go on the radio right. every day and tell these stories, and nobody would believe me. Now I've got actual photographic evidence that this happened. Evgeny Kuznetsov and I, namaste. Oh, Anything else, Moose? No, just got to get the heart rate down before the game tonight. We'll be all right. Uh, from Jeff, the Stams fan, I thought you were an Oilers fan, Rod. Uh, not today. See you tomorrow at noon Eastern, everybody, here on Game Plus. <laughs> Who has more fun than us? <laughs> Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.